All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shit Bag Studio. Regular, regular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. Goddamn, that nigga is ready. Don't never tell me about getting trust raped again, bro. I don't ever want to get trust raped ever again. Okay, so <laughs> uh, welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Mm-hmm. You'll notice that my tone is different. It's not sure. the normal uh, intro that you're used to. It's for a reason. If you're listening to this, I am still out of town on vacation. Wes is still here. Sound, sounds like you're in vacation voice. Yeah, yeah. I, you can literally hear my toes out right now. Like my toes yeah, are de- probably out as we speak. You're definitely um, not doing I, this in Friday voice. No, this is not Friday voice because it's not Friday, bro. You're hearing it on Friday, but this is definitely not Friday. But <laughs> in any event, uh, my name is Cat. Across from me is my God. That's your God. That's West with no T. Forever young, eighty nine. The motherfucking goddamn mm-hmm, dude and mm-hmm. all of our friend. Um, but we got a special treat for y'all this week. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, this week we have a pod full of the wives. This is the wife cast. Yeah, this is right? them. So, we let them go back and forth. Whatever topics they want to talk about, we don't know. I was going to say let them off the leash, but then that felt like I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's not a little sexist or however you say it these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, that came off kind of nasty. But in any event, man, we are very thankful for them for holding us down while we were out. Uh, we are certainly going to be back at y'all next week with the dumb shit we be talking about. Uh, <laughs> before we hand it over to them, can I just be honest with you, Wes? I'm a little nervous. Yes, sir. Bro. I'm slightly nervous. I, I'm I'm not fully aware of everything that's uh, being. I don't spoken know about. what they talked about. And like, is it is that a bad like self conscious male insecurity thing that I don't like? Is she going to talk about? how trash I am in bed on the podcast. Potentially fam. There's a Godspeed and good luck over the next 90 minutes. (laughs) So I'm sweating right now, uh, but I hope y'all enjoy it. Uh, Somebody send me an email and let me know if my wife talks about the size of my deck in this show. Uh, Y'all enjoy. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. Negro, quit playing and come and get yourself dipped in this butter. Oh, no. Opposite. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Welcome to the Dip Oh, yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. No, I just. Bouncy and free. Listen. <laughs> I had to actually go out into the public today. Okay. So. I understand that, so that logic uh, there. Yeah, it's. Don't let it fool you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Oh, you ready to do this? I guess now is when we do this, right? This is when we do it. 
I don't know how much he's going to leave in there, but I can tell you at the uh, 425 marker, we are going. We're going. We're gone. Going. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. They let us in here by ourselves, and that is crazy to me. They didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> Who said this was a good idea? Which one of our husbands said, let's do this? I think this was a joint agreement. I was um, like, both stupid. <laughs> okay. I, I I mean, they they agreed to it. We agreed to it. We agreed for to obvious it. reasons. So here we are. I guess we'll uh shoot it off as welcome to the dipped in butter Perot Graham. I am not gonna steal any of my husband's taglines. <laughs> nice i'm not nice because we're the wives we do what we want to do um so i'm gonna call it out here right now then and i'm gonna say that i know you mm. as nothing other but the motherfucking voice <laughs> as soon as you get on the radio so i'm gonna expect expect because you're the professional here Ooh. i am going to expect that you control this conversation you be the driver, and when I come in and blurt out crazy shit, that you wrap it all back up and bring uh-huh. me back around because that's uh-huh. what that's the expectation here. <laughs> You're holding me to such a high standard. <laughs> You're the <Yeah>. professional. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am so out of practice. <laughs> but you know what? For those who don't know, Let's let them know. I am wife of cat. I am many names. Wife normally, I think. Oh no, he calls me. I don't know if he calls me Donovan. I I listen to the pod, but I'm Donovan. Donnie V, as my beautiful friend across from me said, the voice. Uh, I will always keep that in my heart. That's mine. And uh, yeah, across from me, I'm telling you, this this woman, though, <laughs> the princess of what I call sultry, soul poetry, because <laughs> <You're making this laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> that's just who she is. Janelle, you better let them know who you are. <laughs> yeah, um, I go by wife most times on the podcast. <laughs> Um, and I'm okay with that. So we will we will call me wife one, wife two, whatever we want to do. But I will just be known as wife. Yes, wife. Yes, wife. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Let's just, let's just do wife, wife and wife. Wife and wife. <laughs> Speaking of being wives, um, our husbands are coming up on, what, one year of doing this show? Has it been that long? It has in September, as a matter of fact. No, it's got to be longer than that. It's got to be longer than a year. Has it been longer? Or is I it feel too- like it's been longer than a year. It, no, I don't. Okay. All right. I mean. <laughs> okay. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's a thing. But the question I have for you is, how do you feel having a husband who does a podcast. Okay. Can I be really, really honest about it? I would expect nothing less. I 
don't feel too much of anything. Um, this is, and what I always wanted it to be was my husband's thing that he did that I really had nothing to do with because this is his thing and he does the pot. I let I'm all the way 100 guys. Bad wife moment. Um, I have not listened to every episode of this podcast. <laughs> I have not. Honest moment. I I probably didn't start listening into listening to the podcast until about 10 weeks after we did the wives show. Really? That's probably when I started listening to it. What does that say about me? Don't answer that. Don't answer that yet. Nope, it's, we'll, it's, no, we'll get back to it. I want you to answer that, <laughs> but don't answer it yet because I want to keep going so you get the full feel of how horrible I've actually been in relation to this podcast. So I did not listen to it in the beginning, but I didn't listen to it in the beginning because I always talked to him about it at the time. And mm-hmm. at that time, I just like to hear his rendition, like his version or his stories kind of behind the scenes and so I wanted to hear that part in the beginning I didn't really I'm not a podcast listener so that's not something that I'm reaching for when I don't have anything else to do that so I you know what I mean like I wouldn't take it personal the dipped in butter podcast is not uh, it's not suffering because of something that it did it's suffering because of the way that I am I'm just not a podcast listener and so I don't, I, I'm not looking for that as my entertainment. And so them two talking is always funny to me, but it's funny in the moment when it's happening or it's funny listening to the stories back to me. It's not necessarily funny on the podcast with their topics. So I didn't listen at the beginning. And then afterwards, and when I really didn't hear as many stories is when I became more interested in listening to the show. And so I listened to probably about 30 episodes, probably like back to back. I listened to them in like a real quick succession. And then like at the point that I'm listening to episode 30, they're like making episode 80. And so I was like, well, I want to hear what they're talking about right now. So (laughs) skip forward. And then, you know what I mean? And every once in a while I'll go back in and kind of bounce around, but that's, it's, you know what I mean? Like I talk to my husband every day. So Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't always, I'm not looking for the podcast for entertainment. So bad wife. And I'll go ahead and and accept and own that right now. But like, what does that say about me? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I would not put you in the category of bad wife at all. What I mean, to each their own, right? You said it within your explanation, you said that you are not a podcast listener. So even though our husbands decided to pursue this, this endeavor, that's not going to immediately light switch it on for you and say, Ooh, now I am going to be, I have to be a avid podcast listener. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not for me, but I do, you know what I mean? I still, the fact that he loves doing it, then I love the fact that he does it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking around with the t-shirt on, of course, and I'm promoting the podcast where I can, of course. But like, I just tell people that it's not about food when they ask about it. <laughs> it's not a, it's not about food. Just know that it's it's two guys talking not about food. It's not at all. 
I think I recall only maybe one or two episodes where they even remotely mentioned food of any sort. Of any like, sort. It just, of any sort. Because sort. they don't, that's how you can tell that they're men who ultimately don't like, they're not out here looking for meals, like gourmet meals and everything. They're because <laughs> they're, whatever food comes to them is what comes to them. Eventually. <laughs> I always say my husband's never going to leave me because what is he going to eat if he leaves? What's he, who's going to feed him? We're going to be so worried about him. So, no, we're not. He's not going anywhere. But how do you feel, like, at this point, now all this time in? And you're much more involved in it. Like, you're in the taglines. You're, you're the fucking voice out here. So how do you, like, how do you feel? You know, interestingly enough, I started out on the same boat with you where I was not a podcast listener. When I went to school for media, I remember that learning about podcasting, how it was somewhat of a new thing and and not really, but it was because, you know, radio was still the air, over the airwaves, turn a dial. That's how you listen to what you wanted to hear. Well, podcasting, again, back in uh, some years ago, was rather new. So for me, um, I did not care, though. Like, I didn't go searching for the right podcast to get me through a day. I didn't go looking for new opinions on anything because I had my own. You know, it, the list goes on and on. Um, but I will say that for me, I am so proud of my husband. I am absolutely proud because this is a passion project for him. This is something that he's wanted to do for a long time, for many years, back when we did, uh, the department of public love. I I know you listened to that a few times. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and and so, uh, yeah, shout out to GP. That's our dog still. And, um, you know, and I feel like it was then when we allowed him that platform where he decided he was going to, uh, become, uh, you know, an expert in potting. (laughs) He wanted to figure out what he wanted to say and how he was going to say it and how he was going to get it across. So I am absolutely proud of him because at this moment, he is absolutely much better at this than I am. I I, I have slacked. Okay, I <laughs> I do voiceovers here and there, and that's about <laughs> okay. it. Okay, nobody okay. wants to hear my boring ass. Period. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's um interesting, interesting. But it has been a long road, and mm-hmm. I do love the fact that they connect over this. This is a really fun connection to watch and then be a part of, and. You know, we always talk about getting together, like, outside of all of this. Like, oh, yeah, we need to, like, really get together. And so along that line, let me interject right here. Yes, please. And so along that lines, I wanted to talk to you about old friends and long-distance relationships. Because you moved away from Columbus, Ohio some years ago. How long has it been for you? It will be four years in November. Okay. So you did that about four years ago and I moved away about a year ago. Now Um, we're coming up on a year and a half and 
like it it has shown me or taught me something about friends, quote unquote. Mm-hmm, I'm using mm-hmm. air quotes right now. Mm-hmm. The people out there can't see that. <laughs> air quotes right now. Because your your friendships are really tested. And people uh, that you thought were really close to you either look different or act different. Mm, mm, mm. And you are like, you want to touch and agree right now. I, if I could. <laughs> Let touch, me just. Touch and agree. Um, so tell me, tell me about, tell me about a relationship or two that you have noticed has changed dramatically <laughs> since you're moving. <laughs> I know, like it is when we start talking about relationships and people think that friendships sometimes don't really fall into the category, but friendships are really serious relationships, especially really friendships are. that yeah. you have had for five, 10, 15 years. Those are serious relationships. Listen, of course we are respectful. We name no names, but if you listen and you think the shoe fits. <laughs> it do. And it's due. <laughs> So yeah, I I have a a friend, I guess, still. <laughs> I don't know. Um moving away, initially we were we were still close. We would text, I'd say, let's see, November, so a good part into 2018. We were still keeping up with one another and we we were texting when we could. I knew about this person, they knew what I was had going on, blase, blase, whatever. Let's go ahead and and fast forward to even, I don't know, a year ago where the avenue became very one way, okay? Um, And it was more of, I'm reaching out to you. I'm extending myself to you frequently, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wanting to make sure that you are okay that the fam is okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that you'll be available when I come and s- back in the town, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And so it was more like you got me on red, which I'm old as hell. I just learned what that meant. Some months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, got left on red. Okay. Yep, got left on red. <laughs> I was thinking the color like the whole time, but, um, you I know, know and I'm meant. just like, okay, bet. Like, that's how you feel. And I said, and I talked to my husband about it and he's like, babe, listen, sometimes you realize that your friends just ain't as friendly as you would like them to be. Word. And I'm, I'm like, okay, but I know me. And I don't give up friendships easily and it hurts me. Um, And so I'm continuously still trying to reach out, trying to make phone calls, trying to video call, whatever the case may be to make sure that you're okay. And the last straw for me with this individual (laughs) was when I reached out on their birthday and nothing not a thing. Not a response. Not a not answer to call. Nope. Like nothing. N- just nothing. Nothing at all. I gave you a song, and you didn't say anything. Nothing. Okay. I only sing to people I care about. Okay. Right. I listen. I dig that. Okay. So that's a. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I probably. 
I don't think I've been here long enough to probably be at cut off stage yet, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm a cut off type of bitch. Like <laughs> I, I don't have because I don't have patience for that. So there's only so much reaching out that I'm gonna do. And I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. because I understand that some people are like me and they're really linear. So if they have something going on, like they can't think past that thing that they have going on. So maybe they can't talk to me right now, or maybe they're they're not in a mental place to be able to do that. And I always try to let people have that space. But like right. you said, like when, after you get so many crickets there, you definitely are like, okay, well that's enough of that. I ain't about to keep calling right. and, and trying to get a hold of you and doing all this other and worrying, you know what I mean? Cause I don't hear from you worrying, but I think that was also a reason, you know what I mean? I think getting off of social media also helped a lot of that because now there's not a lot of I'm in your face when I'm really not in your face. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the people who really fuck with me call me. <laughs> they pick up the phone. They call my number. They video chat me. They do whatever they got to do to lay some eyes on me. They Period. call me. And I realized it is a very small group of people. And some of the pe- some of the people that are in the call me circle are people that I didn't even expect to really fuck with me like that. But now that you do, and I realize that. Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. But now, now I realize, like, you just wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it was a couple people that, damn, I would have invited you to more shit if I would have known that you fucked with me like this. Facts. And <laughs> I would have kicked it with you fact. more back in the day. Like, I didn't even know that you did. Didn't and, even know. Didn't and even and know so, like, I've definitely realized that the, smir- the the circle is just real small. Yeah. There, are, yeah. there are probably about seven people that really check up on me on a regular basis. Yeah. And that I can really talk to and be like, everything in my life is good. Or somebody really asking me, like, are you okay? Are you happy? You know what I mean? And the the circle is just really small. And I, but I respect that circle even more. And I really love it because I don't have social media. So I don't have the moment where I just get online and say mm-hmm. something, and, you know what I mean? Pontificate on something. And then yeah. somebody responds to me like, oh yeah. And I feel like I have a connection because that's not, <laughs> social media is not a connection. That, that is not. That yeah. is. Yeah. And people have to realize sometimes that there is, there's no substitute for just picking up the phone and talking to somebody and just hearing somebody else's voice mm-hmm. period period and it's crazy to me you know that you brought up the people who just come out of nowhere on you and are the ones that check in on you the most mm-hmm. and you're like i really didn't know you had my number for real for real <laughs> For you real. Know. But you know what I mean? Like, damn, I, I would have known because everybody's situation is a little bit different. You know what I mean? I was single with children for a long time. So mm-hmm. I might not have gone to everything because I got to be at home with my kids. Like, I can't just be right. hopping up and going to do whatever That's until right. my kids got old enough to where I could do that. So, you know what I mean? I would be sitting at home and like, damn, if I would have known that you was also a single mom over here with two kids <laughs> that was sitting at home but wanted to kill it. You know what I mean? Like, wanted to kick it with somebody. <laughs> I would have invited your ass over because you know what I mean? We at least have something in common. And if we are nothing, if we are not extremely strong when we are together. So, Mm -hmm. but I I definitely respect the people that reach out on a regular, that check in, that are like, was thinking about you, all of those, because absolutely. Because they didn't have to. Yeah. Because they, yeah. Because they don't have to (laughs) and they make time to do it for you. Right. I mean, 
don't don't get us wrong. We understand that nobody owes us anything. However, when you have known certain people for like like wife said, 10, 5, 20 years and then you have removed you and your family are removed from that particular circle and just relocated. You have replanted somewhere else. And it's okay. You can't see me physically as much as you used to anymore. That, that, that sucks to some people for some people that sucks for me because there were people that I enjoyed being around, you know, when I could, but now, now, oh no, we have to, we have to do a phone call, at least a text. You can even hit, listen, when I went on my uh, social media hiatus for what, a year and a half, I was still able to get Facebook Messenger. If you didn't have my phone number, you could still reach out to me that way. But the fact that people didn't even do that, that I at least had, you know, hopes for. Because they search you, because they're not really interested in talking to you. No. They're interested in seeing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So they search your name and they don't find a page and they're like, oh. They're not doing anything. They're not. So doing I don't anything. have to, I don't but have see, to talk to them. I never like, I mean, the thing is my page was still there. It didn't have any posts on it. No, but it was still there, which means I would still be active and you could see that, you know, you could still connect with me on messenger. So why not just at least say hi, it, even if you would have just said, sup, I would have been more okay. But the fact that you just literally cannot find a way after almost a decade to find a way to make time just to say hi to me. And I have tried to say hi to you over months. I can't, I can't anymore. Like as I get older, I, you know, I just, my tolerance for some things is becoming much more. Yeah, I think that is definitely a trait of getting older. Is your your tolerance for almost anything just starts to get really low. I'm not about to continue to deal with stupid stuff um, right. because I don't have to. And ultimately, like I love my family. I love home mm. and my husband and my kids, and they're way more awesome than ninety percent of the other people out here. <laughs> so I don't need to leave the house. I don't need to go anywhere. No, nope. I don't feel like I don't feel like that's necessary. Every once in a while, I feel the need to get away to have a breather. But like, I don't need to. I don't need a whole a, a whole bunch around me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it, it's been enlightening though. I will yeah. say that I enjoy my phone not pinging and doing all types of stuff because now I know that a lot of that pinging was just fake. It was fake. It was mm-hmm. straight up. I just want to be nosy, see what you're doing. And I really don't want to cultivate any type of real relationship with you. you know? And But social media sets it up so that you really don't have to. Girl, I have tried to get people to watch The Social Dilemma on mm-hmm. Netflix, and they just won't do it. And I don't know if it's because... They don't want to know. They don't... Right. I don't know if it's because they just want to remain ignorant to the fact yeah, of they how this stuff know. works. They don't. Or, but... It's whatever it, for you. Because once you know how it works, you really be looking at stuff sideways. You don't. Man, 
You do not, you don't function the same anymore. One eye to the sky, fam. Mm -hmm. One eye to the sky. That's how sideways I am because it just, it's not right. So if, if you're listening and I know you are, and you have not seen the social dilemma, please go watch the social dilemma on Netflix. It will change your perspective and understanding of what this social nonsense really is. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) <laughs> moving on <laughs> next we we talk you know briefly about you know how cool our families are the husbands the kids they cool as shit we love them to death so with that we also have through this uh covid pandemic have learned to create a new norm for ourselves and for our families. Has there been anything like for you that you no longer integrate into your daily routine? Is there anything that you started doing to better your daily routine? So I can't think of anything that I necessarily started doing that I'm going to like continue to, I can't really think of, you know what I mean? I think as a society, we realize we don't wash our fucking hands enough. So <laughs> we need to do that shit more. We don't wipe down things that we, you know what I mean? Like we don't wipe down things with Clorox wipes enough. Like our grandmas used to do for real, for real. Yeah. Like doorknobs yeah, and at shit. them crazy. Yeah. Like they, like, <laughs> they would be wiping doorknobs and, and all types of other shit. We look at them crazy. What are you doing? Like, are you doing? And now we realize, Oh, we trying to not get sick and die. So this is really important for us to do. We need to get these, you know what I mean, bichlorox wipes in in bulk and start wiping everything down. But there are some things that I definitely don't mind staying. Mm. Let me say that. Um, So you know how you go somewhere and they have like these plexiglass dividers in between certain things. Like I actually, I'm okay with that. Uh, We can keep them around. So I don't need to be that close to the cashier. At the grocery store, I don't need to sit real close to the person at the casino next mm. to me. Um, I'm cool with these little plastic oh, glass dividers. I don't, I don't. Th- those are not an issue for me. Um, what else? They're like the six feet rule. Oh, we can niggas. We can keep that. Uh, y'all do not please back back. Uh, we do. I don't need you to be that close. Please, we don't have to. And I think that now we realize, like, take a step back. It's okay. You don't have to be up under somebody at the grocery store. You don't have to be real close to them in line when you're waiting for something. You can give somebody a little bit of space. And it's okay because you're still going to get there just as fast. So those things I think that I'm really cool with. You know what I mean? And then also, like, if you're in big crowds, there's nothing wrong with wearing a fucking mask. Because people are disgusting. People are disgusting. If we didn't realize nothing else, we realize people don't be covering their mouths. People be wiping their face on everything. We realize people are nasty. So those things are, I don't have a problem with those being around. If you are a susceptible individual, you might need to wear a mask on a more regular basis. Look at what they do in other countries where the air quality is trash or something. Like people are walking around with masks on. So keep yourself safe. Masks are not the worst thing in the world. There didn't have to be a political um revolt against the mask or anything like that they weren't trying to infringe on our rights by asking everybody to wear a fucking mask out here just wear a mask because people are disgusting and that's in everybody's best interest right now 
just do it for that. So those things can stick around. Um, I can't think of anything that I'm going to do now. I, I did. I definitely did realize something though, that I tried to do better. Mm-hmm. I realized that I wasted a lot of food. And so I wanted to do better about my food waste and portion sizing and all of this other stuff. I have a tendency to cook a lot of food when I cook because I like leftovers and I don't necessarily want to cook tomorrow. So I have a tendency to, to make a whole bunch Um, but not everybody loves leftovers in my household or not every leftover is a good leftover to, to somebody. So I realized that we waste a lot of food and I wanted to do better about that. So I found new ways to, um, well, I, first of all, I started jarring things. Like when I get a whole bunch of produce, I started jarring things, canning things. Like I really tried to go back a little bit and just to do, do a little bit more and to try to like stretch the life out of produce and other things that we get that doesn't really have a long shelf life and find other ways to conserve things. So buy a big pack of chicken, break it down into little, little itty bitty bags and split it up as soon as you get it. Or, you know what I mean? I bought recently got a deep freezer to help store more things so I can get things when they're on sale. Because I think I realized like going to the store, it might not be there. Mm-hmm. When the pandemic would happen, we would go to the store sometimes and what I wanted wouldn't be there. So I'd have to improvise or, you know what I mean? Like you could only get a limited amount. So something is a really good price right now, but I can only get to because it's a mm-hmm. pandemic outside. So I try to change that a little bit, but I mean, that was a, that was kind of a goal anyway. So I said by 2021, I was going to stop buying all processed foods and I have not made it there yet. But that was still my goal to like make more of the things that we eat instead of buying things that are already prepackaged for us. Good for you. I, you know, it's individuals like you that inspire me. <laughs> Take a long, hard look in the mirror and say, can you do what she did? The answer is no. Um, <laughs> you're so stupid. It's so dumb. I, you know, and, and, and I remember that my nana, she was the queen of jarring. I remember her house in in Galpolis, Ohio, literally the small town that borders West Virginia. She used to have some kind of cellar. And shelves of all these things that she's jarred. It all looked absolutely disgusting. Um, but for some reason, it cooked up really good. <laughs> cooked up nice. <laughs> right. So, you know, th- those are things that uh, trades, I, I, I like to consider that. It, it's something that I didn't learn. And I honestly did not want to learn. My sister learned all those things. Okay. And... I was just very much so a city girl when my my sister and I, we have the same mother, different fathers. So she grew up with Nana Moore, learning to knit, sew, do all mm-hmm, these things mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are helpful in the situation that we are still currently she took in. A, Nana gave her an economics class. Absolutely. Absolutely okay. she did. She sure did. And I had that opportunity now, did Donnie V take advantage of that opportunity? No, no. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we went to a hospital appointment and I learned to literally 
knit a chain. That's about as far as I got. And I took a home ec class in middle school and okay. was bored to tears. Okay. So All right. it's not your thing. Not it's not my bag. It's not my bag. It's not my thing. Um now I I that goes though with saying that I I did take for granted being able to learn those things. And I probably should have because we don't know if we'll ever be in a situation like this again in our lifetime. And we might need to, to we make, might listen. Need those okay, skills. can I tell you my secret obsession? And then we're going to get back to COVID and what we were talking about and, and, new, <laughs> and new things that we did, right? Yes. We're going to go back to that. But my secret obsession is to be a doomsday prepper. Oh, Oh, like bug man. out location and all I want. Really? Yes. Like I, I want to jar up of all those. of my food and get myself ready in case something happens. Yep. That's me. Okay. Well, I got that's your me. address. So, <laughs> so if you, if you <laughs> need somewhere down. to go, cause, but listen, like we're talking about that and we're making jokes about it for, but for real, like <laughs> Nana never worried about being hungry. Right. That's a, yeah. Nana was never worried about, you know, how much she could get at the grocery store because she always knew she had it in the cellar. Nana was never worried about that. I'm trying to have that same feeling. I want to have enough space for myself and my family, enough land to where I could live off of it if I had to. That's fair. Like I'm trying to have my chicken coop. I'm trying to have my little garden over there. We can even get a greenhouse set up. Like I'm really trying to have all that because I want to be able to supplement some of the things that I go to the grocery store and get, because now I realize there could come a point where there is no grocery store or there's nothing to get when we go there. Yeah, no. I, and I totally understand where your logic comes from because it's not impossible you know what I mean? We we don't know. We can't predict the future. We have no idea what lies ahead for us if we're going to go through another pandemic. We don't know. What I do know is that we in this household have a high stock of cereal. Now, <laughs> <laughs> y'all got all the cereal over there. <laughs> yeah. We will never... Starve to death. Not to death. <laughs> we will not get all of our daily nutrients, but we will not die. We will not die because General Mills, Kellogg's, and Post said so. Now. Right. <laughs> right. You know, going back to COVID, the things about creating or, you know, our new norm. Um, I, you know, I'm... I the things that I've started doing is certainly wiping things down more. Okay. Uh, with the with the Clorox wipes. That was something I was very nonchalant about and just did not really care too much for. Um but after all of this, nah, me and Clorox we here, we, we right. good now. Um and when it came to I would say um implementing well i guess any routine that doesn't exist so something that i have cut out is um being excessively lazy and i'll explain so um you know i used to 
I'm tired a lot of times and because there's a lot going on in life in general with work and Mm -hmm. family, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But I used to use that as my ultimate excuse for just not doing anything. Okay. And so (laughs) my, my current COVID body <laughs> oh, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about this right here. Uh, yeah. So, my current COVID body has expressed the discontent it feels. Oh, that lower back be talking to you, huh? That lower. Listen, <laughs> I already had some minor pains in my lower back. <laughs> but some days, it's like, you know. What broad? Mm. We need to have a real conversation. My knees. I've been feeling it more in my knees. Okay. And I am, I feel I'm just a wee bit too young to think about a replacement. Okay. So I have made commitment and been doing it to walk at least 15 minutes, even if it's in a freaking circle. Okay. Just to be active. Okay. And and so I respect. Yeah, I because it and and I did I I rejoined a gym as well and this week has I I had to absolutely throw that in the garbage um because I'm on a school mission. We can get into that later. But Okay. Okay. Can't, <laughs> but can't yeah. have all the missions at once. <laughs> Man, listen. <laughs> you got to stick to one mission at a time. Right. Okay. <laughs> But you know, I, I do. I, I that's that's one thing I did get rid of is excessive laziness. I, I I couldn't do it anymore. So okay, all right. I probably did the worst of the worst in that situation. So when I got here, when I got to Arizona, I was so dead set upon losing weight. Like I, you know, you look back at pictures and you're just like, oh, that's not what I'm trying to look like out here. That is not the representation. That is not what I want people to see. So I, as soon as we got out here, first thing I did was join a gym and I joined one that was like whole family friendly. So when we could take the kids, they had like the the big bounce house and the playroom and they could be there. And I was like, this is perfect. Everybody can go whenever they feel like it. If you got to throw a kid in the car with you, it's cool because they can go there and play. It was perfect. Right. Right. Um, And I, so of course, you know, then COVID happened right after we got here. And so taking the kids there was kind of out at that point. So Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. going in the afternoon then was kind of out at that point because we would have to take the kids. So we really had to make a decision. Like we were like, okay, well, we go one at a time. You know what I mean? That was the only way Mm -hmm. we could really Mm -hmm. do it, you know, collectively, me and my husband kind of continue to do the thing we had to do it separately so I would go I'm, I'm an early morning riser so I'm up mm-hmm. at 4 30 in the morning I'm rolling out of bed at 4 45 I'm out the door and in the car by five o'clock on my way to the gym now the problem here is in Arizona is everything is real far <laughs> I don't know if my <laughs> husband has said that on this podcast but like everything is far as fuck so <laughs> the regular drive, you know, when I think about, you know, getting up and going to the gym in a regular drive, I'm thinking somewhere in Columbus, you know, you've been the corner seven minutes, you're there. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to get on the freeway, 10, because you're there and there's a freeway exit everywhere, but there's not here. So 
mm-hmm. and not all the roads are even paved yet. So I'm just kind of out in the country. <laughs> but to go into the where the city is, where the gym is, is a 20 minute drive one way. And so that means, you know what I mean? And then if I go when there's traffic and there is traffic at 530 in the morning because everybody gets up earlier here because you got to get to work before it gets hot as fuck outside. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's 100 degrees. I think it was 104 degrees by 1030 oh. this morning. But why though? So it's hot here. Like, so everybody's up and moving really early. It's still like barely light outside. So there is traffic. So in traffic, that's a 30 minute drive one way. Mm-hmm. to go to the gym and then be at the gym for 30 to 45 minutes and then turn back around and drive back home. Like that's a lot. That's a, just a lot of time in transit. That's a lot of time getting to do the thing that I wanted to do. So when I got here last year, I had started walking and then it got too hot because I said, you know, it's a hundred degrees by 10 o'clock. That so if, you don't, if you're not doing it at four o'clock in the morning, you're not doing it because it's hot. <laughs> Um, and I'm not, I w- I'm not from here yet. So <laughs> it's still real hot to me. I haven't gotten acclimated. Um, and so we, we started doing the gym thing and I had lost 30 pounds and I was so proud of myself. 30 pounds is a lot and it takes a fun. long time. And I was so proud, but then it started to get weird going to the gym because like people wouldn't follow the rules. Mm. You know what I mean? Like gyms were closed down for a minute. And then people came back and they really wouldn't follow the rules the right way. And then like everybody was excited. So it was kind of mad crowded at the gym at first. And it started to feel weird to go to the gym. Like I'm setting myself up to catch COVID (laughs) trying to do better. So then like I kind of let it go for a couple months and I was like, I'm probably not going back because it still feels a little weird and people still weren't doing the right thing and we still didn't have a vaccine so i was like you know what i mean like there's no way for anybody to really protect themselves except wear a mask still and everybody's not doing that so i'm gonna go on home and then of course there's no workout equipment at this motherfucker so (laughs) then that became me not working out at all and i gained 20 at least 20 of the 30 pounds back which is really sad but now i'm in the same position i'm looking at myself in the mirror all over again like this is not the representation that I'm trying to put out here now. So now I'm kind of back to the, to the same point. Like, okay, well, I got to get a gym membership again and I have to start going to the gym because I have to fix this. I was telling, I was telling uh, Kat that even though behind me on the floor is a whole set, like with, uh, what is that? A bench press with, you, you know, the b- dumbbells on Listen, I had invested. I was like, if I can't get to a gym, I'm going to bring gonna it home. At home. I'm going to bring the gym home, <laughs> girl. <laughs> and that's what we say. And so that's my biggest fear right now, because that's what we keep saying now. We're like, oh, we'll just get the equipment. I'm looking at the cage and the mats and all the other stuff. Yeah. Like, we'll get the equipment. We'll put it in the second half of the garage where nothing is. We got our big blower fan for the days that it's hot. We'll go out there early in the morning. Like, we'll work out. This is too easy. And I just know in the back of my head, <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> we will roll over. We will, no, we won't. We will be asleep. <laughs> we will be asleep. And so, like, I, I want to do it. And I want, you know what I mean? I, I want I want to do it. I want to have the equipment at home because I want to prove to myself that I can do it. But I also need to know my motherfucking self and yeah. know better, know yeah. better. I don't want to drop a, a K on a whole bunch of shit that I'm not going to use in six months. Facts, facts. And, and what really kills me 
no diss to my husband at all. He will frequently tell me how much more he loves me at the size I am versus the size I was. Doesn't that make it really difficult? That makes it so much harder. And I don't think that they, they, because they love us so much. Yeah. They, they, all of us, the more of us, the better to them. (laughs) They love on us so much. And it makes it more difficult because he don't care. (laughs) Husband does not care. He'd be like, bring it on over here, girl. I love every inch of it. He wants to be able to put his pen in my cushion. I get it. (laughs) I get it, babe. I do. Right. They don't care. They don't care. They don't. And you know, it's like, thank you, but, but damn it, I care. cared a little bit. Right, but <laughs> care. It's a little easier for me, <laughs> number one. And for second, it's like, you know, I think I think we dabbed on this, uh, uh, dabbed on this a little bit when we did the, the full cast with our husband, mm-hmm. where it was, um, oh my goodness, where we talked about what they want why they like our wives the way that they do versus having a, you know, a, not even a crush, but thinking like somebody like a Halle Berry or something is attractive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's it compl- Obviously I looks like no Halle Berry. Okay. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth. I am no Beyonce over here. Like, I mean, Trust I'm saying, me. Like I'm not, but you know, it's, I guess it's wife material versus just giving that person the business material. That's that's what I'm. I, I don't oh, know. I, okay. I, I in fact I do remember that one. I do yeah. remember that where they talked about no, you don't want to go home to Halle Berry. Like, right, 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 right. You want to yeah. smash her and go on in the other direction. You want to go out. home, right? I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> What does that look like? I want to right. <laughs> What does I want to go home look like? <laughs> and then look, let's let's think about that on the flip side. So mm-hmm. we got our boy crush, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not really trying to stay all like that either, unless we like drinking or something. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. right, unless right. we like, is there some food in here? <laughs> <laughs> Got more than these Ritz crackers. Up you, got here, like. than, you got more than this peanut butter over here. Like, what we got to eat? Can we order some Uber Eats? Room? Can we eat? If not, I'm going home. I know it's snacks at home. <laughs> plenty, <laughs> good and plenty. It's snacks at home. I can right, go I, home. I can snack at home. I'm trying to get a meal here. You got one of them? You got it right. You got a meal? No. Uh, I no. can't be here, sir. Of course not. You, you whipping <laughs> this out. Is, uh, see, this is how we know. We wouldn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be where our food is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My, My food is at home. <laughs> My food is at home. I need My to go home. <laughs> See, wow. this is why I'm about to. Uh-uh, I'm writing down something right now. Get oh. gym membership this afternoon. Because <laughs> that's some fat shit right there. I need to be where my food is. Uh-uh. I'm ashamed of myself. 
I don't know if they can insert some kind of sound effect. It's like, right. <laughs> Let's mark this time down. At 51, 59, I need you to insert a sound effect. Babe. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's crazy. That's some bad shit for real. All right. Oh, do you have anything that you wanted to get into? Because I... I I can I can, can continue to control this. Oh, I you know what? Go I on. I do have one topic that I want to touch on just briefly and I'm I say briefly because and you going to understand why when we get on the topic. You okay. going to understand why we just going eh, on it and then move on because it's sensitive but mm. we need to touch on it. But um I would love if you continue to dry. Can you please make this left up here? Thanks. <laughs> I will sure enough make this left and actually it'll segue right into Mr. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. And so I had heard his name before, mm-hmm. um, but I had not until you shared that first link with me, watched mm-hmm. a single video, right? I had not. So... I was in for a very special treat. <laughs> very special. Um, I enjoyed a lot of what I saw. And I enjoyed it because it was, how do I want to put it? It was confrontation. It was like, it was solicited confrontation. And bitches kept buying. Y'all are, why y'all keep biting at this? If y'all don't stop calling this man. Stop calling him. Don't call him no more. Not with none of your problems. Because y'all are not ready. And I wasn't either. For real, for real. And I will say, like, of of course, you know what I mean? Part of his appeal is that he is very abrupt. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Bordering on harsh. He is very abrupt. But I don't. And you already know, like, he ain't all wrong, though. No. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you that I have been binge watching him for a week and a half. That's exactly what I've been doing because it just amazes me mm-hmm. how many of these women will call in, yep. swear that they going to give Kevin a new situation that he ain't never heard of or seen or he and, don't know what to do. And when he decides that he going to give them the business. They going to have the biggest clap back of history and it backfires worse than a, a 69 Cadillac. Okay. It is. It is interesting to watch. It's so mesmerizing. <laughs> this is <laughs> mesmerizing. That's a good way to describe I it. I can't stop. Husband okay. will tell me, Babe, you, you got to turn it off. No. No. Because it's his fault. He's the one. He got me hooked. He's like, babe, babe, have you seen this man before? No. Who is he? Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, now that he done let the dog out the cage. Oh, and well, Kat, this is your fault then. When Cat hears this, Cat, this is your fault. You started this shit. Don't do that to me. <laughs> So I I watched this man. I have yet to truly disagree with him. Like I try to find a way that I could counter his argument. Mm -hmm. And I, 
I haven't found that because when I see these women up here looking how they do, some of them don't look, they, they, and I'm not even talking about, you know, make the face What I'm talking about just today, there was a chick on there. She came in a towel, fresh out the shower Why she with a vape that? pen talking about, yeah, you remember me? Found me like four months ago. I I did a whole 360. Now, you know, if you tell me that you did a whole 360, I am staying. Um, right. Um, obviously, your math is off. Let me, uh, people, I love when people say stupid things that they don't know is stupid and I get to respond immediately. I did a whole 360. Uh, well, listen here, big bitch. You don't know what the hell you talking about no more. Mm-mm. I love when people say stupid stuff. You have no idea. Like you, you don't know math. You didn't, you didn't take geometry. You didn't take geometry. That was in the 10th grade. You ain't take that shit. You ain't pass, huh? Listen here, you stupid. Listen. <laughs> she said, I found the Lord. I did a 360, but I kid you not, not even three minutes later, she was cussing Kevin out. Talk about don't mother come for me. I'm a, me and my girl, we will whoop your ass. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. don't you talk to our Kevin that way? Don't Ever. you talk to that? Don't you talk to that upstanding, good-looking black man that way? <laughs> don't you disrespect? Don't you disrespect? Don't you disrespect Mr. that man? Samuels in that fashion? Oh, that's funny, and you know what I mean. But that's part of why he can kind of get that off too, is because yeah. he is kind of you know what I mean. Like he he comes in well dressed, looking he's good. A he's a good yes, he's a good-looking black man. He don't never go. He don't never sound crazy. Talking no. to these women, he never sounds he never sounds crazy. Nope. 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 They so, sound crazy. He has a way to making them sound crazier because of how goofy they are. Because of how, yeah. So, and again, just like you said, I've never just flat out disagreed with him. I've never just been like, nah, that ain't true. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think but there I, are always, I think when people hear those, like he's he's not the standard. So there's always exceptions to whatever rules that he's putting out there or whatever. But like, I think he has a good way of kind of describing how things are about to happen and telling people what's going on and seeing things for what they really are. And sometimes, sometimes you got to be hard. Sometimes, sometimes a bitch need to be, you know what I mean? Like you need to talk to somebody a little bit. You need to snatch them up and shake them and be like, yo, you are not listening to me. You you look, you look crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You have this kind, the highest expectation in the world, but where are you? And right. then why? And yeah, <laughs> I think, but that's always something, that's always something that is absolutely true. And and we've seen that in other videos that we've watched and kind of shared with each other. Like mm-hmm. some, of, some of these women have to get off of it. If you're not coming up here, like, so first of all, some of y'all bitches is ugly. So y'all got to act like dudes <laughs> out here. Okay. <laughs> some of y'all are ugly. <laughs> some of y'all are ugly and y'all got to work. Like I me. rated myself as an adjustable six, so <laughs> I clean up good. <laughs> like some of y'all are ugly and y'all have to work, or y'all need to work really hard at something. You know what I mean? That number one, that like, and also you need to come with some skills. You have to come with something to the table. So if you are not out here making money in a career, 
or you are not able to, you know, hustle and have a side business or something like that, then you need to be, you need to be a fucking professional homemaker. And there aren't those women out here anymore. You need to be Nana in there. If you don't have nothing to offer, uh, take your 23, 23 year old ass in there, learn how to jar up some fucking pickles. And you need to be Nana right now because you need, this is how you going to keep them. This is how you about to get you a man, honey. So you have to be a professional at what you're doing. You have to come with something to the table. And there, these, a lot of women do have lofty expectations about what they are entitled to out here, what they are actually worth, what they're, you know what I mean? What are you doing? What are, what attributes do you have? What are you bringing to a relationship, to the table, to any of that? You know what I mean? What knowledge do you have? And, and that's crazy because knowledge, they'll cap, some of them, I swear, be capping on that. Um, (laughs) just how they be talking. I'm like, Lord, there's no way you got a PhD. Yeah, but it, it just you know. But even with that, these some of these women that come on here, I've got my bachelor's, I got a master's, this, that, and the other. Okay, great. Why can't you have a man? Why can't? But you're you also a that? psychopath, so. <laughs> but you also have daddy issues, so like you know what I mean. Like you, there has to be women have to take stock of themselves sometimes and realize this is where I'm not so good. So I need to be able to bring that to the forefront. Say, I still got this to offer over here, but like I do have daddy issues. So this is where our struggle is going to be. And you have to put that information out there up front for a man to make an educated decision about what he is and is not about to do going forward. True, true. So are you saying that women need to take more accountability? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course we do. Yes, because not every broad is a damsel in distress out here. Many and, of y'all uh, are capable. And like y'all, like I said, y'all ugly bitches have to do something out here. Y'all cannot continue to be this ugly thinking somebody is about to swoop you up off of your feet, girl, with your little <laughs> ass ponytail. No, no. But they can make a fan with that. But they can make a fan. <laughs> Oh, I'm about to log log off. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. But I will say, I will say, talking about Kevin, though, he did kind of hurt my feelings, though, one oh, day. Oh, no. Oh, he did me. hurt my feelings because he was breaking down this one bitch, and she had a lot of kids, and she was like, he was basically telling her, like, you are not about to get you no man because you got too many kids and too many baby daddies. And I felt personally attacked. Oh, you know <laughs> I felt attacked because I have a lot of kids and a lot of baby daddies. But so. you also have a lot to bring to the table. You oh, yeah, out here. I'm not, I'm not a fucking moron out here, but. You're not a moron. You know how to jar some shit now. Okay? <laughs> yes, bitch. You better. Okay. I am actively doomsday prepping. Listen. I- <laughs> you. <laughs> You are still a traditional type of woman. These modern women that he talks and speaks to and about is a whole nother breed of woman that I just, this is I, true. I, I cannot comprehend personally. And I have to be fair too, because I've been out the market. <laughs> you listen <sighs> for 22 what, years. What, so. what market was you ever on? You was on the teenage market. 
way back in the day and that was it you were never on the market you have been with that man since damn near the beginning of existence but i do have to like i do have to agree and you know kind of goes back to the internet and something Mm -hmm. that you can look up and what people are able to put out there and make you know what i mean here is the idea of my life that i want you to have instead of what my life is actually really like and so I think that people are looking for a relationship in most instances that just doesn't exist. Like there's so much compromise in marriage. There's so there's more compromise. Yeah. There's so yeah. much compromise in marriage. I haven't even run into all the compromises yet. <laughs> I haven't even run into half of them. I'm sure With there's so many, com- there's yeah, so many right. things that y'all have to sit down and come up with together. There's so much like you, you can't go into this relationship all high and mighty. You can't think that you're about to get a dude being high and mighty. One of the things that I think a lot of these new aged women don't understand is that even in a relationship, even if you're not married yet, you can't go in thinking 50, 50. It's 100, 100, 100 from off rip. It's 100, 100 rip. Then that, you know, my uncle said that to me a long time ago. He was like, the, the math don't work on that. 50-50 is not right because if if somebody is is unable for whatever reason to give out their 50, mm-hmm. like, would you, you just go, you just going to be out here 50 short? 50 short. <laughs> you just, short. Gonna, yeah, like you just going to be coming up short. No, everybody <laughs> has to give 100 all the time. That way, if anybody can't do their part, the other person got them. And that is exactly yeah. how you have to go into it looking like that. Like if I'm, a, if I'm down and it's very rare, but when I go down, like you, you know how it is. You be down. Like moms mm. need actual rest Ooh. sometimes. Ooh. And you be down. Like I know that whatever needs to happen, he got it. If he's got to make dinner tonight, if he's got to take a kid right. to a doctor's appointment, if I know he got it. Cause he's out there giving his 100% too. Like you have to go into it that way. And you write these new age non-mathematical ass bitches out here don't know how to add <laughs> straight up doing 360 oh my god don't say it no don't say that no more <laughs> don't, say, don't say that no more i'm gonna get attitude i can't stand that, I like <laughs> oh Ooh, i turned it i got found god yes lord thank yes you, jesus you should mm. thank you jesus Woo, and he saw all 360 of your turn. <laughs> all of them, all of them degrees. He saw them all. All the degrees. Oh, man, I didn't see that one, but that is very funny. And I oh, might have to go look for it. Go, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's his latest one. Oh, mm, but no, I, 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 I do. No, I it, have... was, it was fun to fall down the rabbit hole on that for a while, <laughs> I have to admit. I don't get on the tube of views very often. Um, and so falling down there and going through a lot of them videos, it, that was fun. That was yeah. fun. Cause I was very tickled by many of them. I was, was very cool. tickled. And like, they just keep calling cute. Like they, like, it's a challenge. I wouldn't challenge somebody that I think might be smarter than me. I'm not about to challenge you on your show. Not that is crazy. Listen, <laughs> it was good. It was very good to watch. It was very good. Oh yeah. So the takeaway it's 100 100 not 50 50 uh women have some accountability about your shit okay upkeep sure. and make sure you can keep up period period 
and learn how to jar some shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You that. better learn how to do something at home. Crochet something. Do something. <laughs> you better learn how to do something at home. I mean, no, uh, I'm not going. I'm not going into right, that. I'm not, don't take advice from me. <laughs> no, if anybody is listening and really writing, don't take it. Don't, don't do it. Don't take advice from me. Oh my god. Mm mm. I would say take advice from me, but you know, <laughs> you might not like what I have to say. Uh-huh. So submissiveness, I don't think women know how to do be that either. No, see, and that they got to realize, they have to realize sometimes, girl, just shut up. Just don't, just tell him, okay, baby. And that be it. Pick your battle. Pick your battles. You don't have to be the winner all the time. It's not because being the winner all the time is not fun when you in a marriage. It nope. is not fun. Nope. So you don't have to be the winner all the time. Pick your battles. Tell him, okay, baby. <laughs> Suck his dick later if you mad shit. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's the key <laughs> to the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did he say to me yesterday? He was like, women don't apologize. They just lay in the bed naked and let you pick if you still mad. Uh, he put that on Facebook, by the way, and I liked the died. You liked it that. <laughs> that was funny but that's real like okay well is you mad because i got this butt here for you so (laughs) take it or no i got this whole moon over my hand all right waiting for you or no you (laughs) right fat enough for you or no you tell me (laughs) here you You go show me (laughs) this for you so this this for you this for you (laughs) oh my goodness gracious so i guess where can we go from here because that (laughs) do you want me to touch on my topic we can touch real quick touch okay all right just real quick because again very sensitive um how you feel about your old ass birthday now this has been the dipped in butter program (laughs) is over how you feel about because listen and i say that because my birthday was a couple days ago and and i people had to like i had to be reminded on several occasions that it was my birthday like i forgot often during the day (laughs) because like until somebody would text me in the middle of the day be like oh happy birthday oh thank you nigga it is my birthday (laughs) yes it's birthday birthday to me Thank you. So I don't, it's funny because the older I get, the more, the less that I like to do on my actual birthday, right? Ooh, that mm-hmm. is my day to reevaluate. That's my new year, right? That's my day to right. sit back and reevaluate my life and see what the fuck I'm about to do next. <laughs> and think about the stupid shit that I did over the past year and how I'm going to transform that into something positive and dreams and goals and all of that shit, right? I typically cry somewhere on my birthday. I, like, And it's not always a sad cry. Sometimes okay. it's like, I'm really happy. Things mm, are like, okay. my life is really good. Like, I typically cry on my birthday. I didn't on this birthday. I typically do. Because I think I forgot so many times. And then I just started drinking at the end of the day. And then like, <laughs> I'm a horrible old ass person now. Like, I don't care anymore. I say all that to say, like, I really, it's not really a big thing. Next year will be more of a milestone birthday. So maybe I'll plan something out for that one. 
But this year I was really like, it's not even the type of thing to celebrate at all. Like this one, it's not even a fun number. Like I don't care <laughs> about any of this. It's nothing. It's, it's yeah. nothing. So like, how do you feel at this point? Cause I know we're about to say age. We are the same we age, are. right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, how do you no, feel? I want to say we're a year apart. Okay. Um, and even so, that's not by much, especially when you get up in age. That shit don't even matter. You might as well say that we don't matter apart. no more. It really matter. don't. It don't. So with birthdays, um, I kind of linger where you are, where it just, you know, it's another year. Milestone birthdays, I can get down with. Like, okay. you know, at this point, I've got two years until a milestone. I I do want to do something. Like okay. I... Vegas, whatever, whatever, it don't even, right, whatever. whatever. But you want to do something because it's a milestone, and like you want to celebrate the milestone yeah, or whatever. You know but what like is. the one after the milestone is you gonna have that same energy? Hell no! <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing that. On on the on the off years, all I want is some cake, some ice cream. And some dick. Okay, that's girl. All, that's all. That's all we need. That's that all is, I want. That is all we need. My mother-in-law texts me. <laughs> that's so funny. She texts me on my birthday. Told me happy birthday. Oh. Tell her, oh, thank you. She was like, well, what'd your husband get you for your birthday? Some dick. He got me some dick. <laughs> <laughs> just what I asked for. Just what I always wanted. That's what the doctor ordered. Right, just, just what I always wanted. I just that's what I, that's what I got. <laughs> I've been asking for it and asking for it. He gave it to it's me. The best so. package ever. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> and I said it to be funny, but like, I really, honestly, if I had told him to get me something, then like, I would, uh, maybe I would have been more pressed or something at that mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? But like, it's, there's Don't. nothing going on. We're going on a trip in a couple weeks. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, there's already things planned. We don't have to focus on this. We can focus That's on that. It. My birthday comes a few weeks after christmas mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. expect nothing you're trying to recoup <laughs> <laughs> you just got your first credit card bill don't yes, try to send me nothing man. i you know it's okay just let just just let me do me on my day mm-hmm. how about that and if that means take a nap that's what i'm going to do if that means just let me go off and have lunch by myself and get a pedicure. Yep. That means just let me do that. Like I don't, and I don't be wanting much. I don't. There is not too much out here that you could really do because I can get everything that I really want. And I think that's kind of where I'm at in my life. You know how your parents be like, "Don't get me anything." Why? Yeah. Because they got to the point where they can get everything that they want. That they so want. they don't want you, right? That I, so if for real, for real, if I wanted something, I would go buy it. I don't have to wait for my birthday. I'm about to go get that shit. I have a job. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful position to be in, though? Yes. It, it, and it, listen, it is It is a lovely, I really, really appreciate. And if I cry about anything on my birthday, that's going to be it. Like, I really am in a good position right now where I finally feel like I can do, you know what I mean? Like, I can be an adult out here. Because being broke sucks. And I was broke for a long time. But now I feel like I can finally, you know what I mean? So if I want a pair of shoes, I go buy a pair I of shoes. I buy my shoes. Exactly. That, that, listen, let's go ahead and uh, we can get off. Do you mind if we get off of birthdays and segue into that real quick? Okay. Let's do that. About do making the move 
that turned out to be the best decision? Oh, man. Sometimes when you, you believe in it, you just know. You just know, right? You just know. And I mean, there was a lot of reasons that I think that we packed up and everything. I think I had wanted to leave for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think everything just kind of lined up to where I was like, okay, now's the time to make this move. Yeah. I don't really, you know what I mean? I had nothing, nothing was really connecting me to Columbus, Ohio anymore at that point. And my kids that were able to make a decision about what they wanted to do made a decision. And we all respected that decision. And I'm so, goodness, I'm so, just the sunshine alone changed how I feel on the inside. So I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad. But it also proved to me, like, it's not scary. You know what I mean? I think when you are in your space and you've been there for so long and you're comfortable there, um, the idea of taking a trip, you know, 1700 miles and landing somewhere else and just being like, yeah, this is home now. It's very scary. It's very, as a child, you know what I mean? As a kid, that was scary to me in my twenties when I probably had the like energy to really do it, but none of the money to do it. Hmm. Um, that was very scary. Like just being away from home and not having somebody to reach out and, and touch and, yeah. The instant gratification of calling somebody and then being able to be there for you right. exactly when you need. Like, yeah. and then when I got over that part, I'm God, I'm so happy I did it. I'm so happy I did it. Cause I literally say every other day, like, man, I never want to go back. Never. Never. I never want the gray skies. I never want <laughs> now there's things, there's things that the the perpetual rain all the time. Oh, no. I never want the seven months of winter again. I never need snow. I never need snow. I never need snow again. <laughs> and I'm so happy that I don't have to deal with any of that anymore. I'm really excited about that. But like, there's things that, that I have now that I didn't expect. Like, like I said, the sunshine every day, you know it, you know what I mean? You hear it and you know it. And we visited here before we moved here. Mm-hmm. And so we had seen it. And we seen the winter and it was 70 degrees and we were like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> this is, who would have thunk it? And then you, you know what I mean? But like having that sunshine every day and being able to go sit outside in November comfortably <laughs> and just, you know what I mean? Being able to grill. I, I said it, I said I was going to do it my first Christmas. I grilled because it was 75 that day and I could. And you know what I mean? I'm just really excited that I did this and just the change, the change of scenery. You know what I mean? We There's no mountains in the background in Ohio. No. There's no any of that. The air's different here. So there's just so much that I'm really happy that we did. I'm really, really happy that we made the move. And if we decide, you know what I mean? I love it here. I love it here. Um, I think the only thing that I would possibly change is I would love to be closer to water. Mm. Um, I think that's the only thing that could possibly make me want to leave here. But like. That's not something that I'm dying for because I feel like I could drive to some water if I really mm-hmm. wanted to because I'm not too far from some. Um, but that that would be the only thing that I would change. But also, you know, knowing that we made this move to Arizona, well, if we decided that we wanted to move closer to some water, that wouldn't be scary either. Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy that we did it. Just not only to to change our scenery, but to like to prove to ourselves that this this isn't as scary, and we are adults, and we can move wherever we want to i can close my eyes and put a finger on a map and say this is where we go next and we can move there if we wanted to so i'm glad we i'm glad we tested out the theory for sure i'm happy for y'all as well because i remember 
the early conversation, at least when we came home to visit in Columbus mm-hmm. that we had on the couch. I remember that day. And, and I was just, ready to go. <laughs> and you were so your I was eyes, ready to go. Your eyes said, oh my gosh, I'm so ready. And, mm-hmm. you know, but when you are so dead set on something and you are adamant and you are persistent, oh, it's going to happen mm-hmm. one way or another. And it did for you guys. And, you know, our our story is very similar. We We came out here and stayed for a week. And f- absolutely fell in love. Yep. We, our state is known as the land of enchantment. Mm-hmm. My ass couldn't Beautiful. be more enchanted. Right. Just I, came back all dewy eyed. Like, oh, that's where <laughs> I want to live. Girl, yes. And you know what I mean? And I respect. Because when I do, when we had came here and like even when we landed, I remember when we landed and the sun was out. It was early as hell in the morning. Mm-hmm. The sun was out. It was already like 70 degrees. And it's January. And I was just like. Why do we live where the cold hurts our face? Right. <laughs> Why do we, do we live that? where the sun can't sh- sh- peel through the clouds? Yeah, like why do we why do we live where it's only 30 days of sunshine a year and it <laughs> Why do, why we don't have to, we're adults. And like I said, everything just kind of lined up for me. And I was very grateful that it did line up and I was really happy. And you know what I mean? To, to add on to that, I was really happy that my husband said, yes, I will go there with you. Cause same, I, I was going and <laughs> like, if he didn't go with me, we would have a different story right now. Sure. sure. I remember the planning process for us to come out here to New Mexico. It was like, okay, um, what do we need to do again? But fortunately, we have dope ass friends who we call family, who we mm-hmm. absolutely love that was able they they were able to map it out and say, "You serious? Okay, here's what you need to do and here's what we can do." And so we, you know, we had a helping hand getting out here and that is never taken for granted. For sure. And um, you know, but eventually, you know, after what, six months of living with them and graciously we did, we shared household responsibilities and, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, and because that's only res- the respectful thing to do. We knew we were going to have to make it on our own and we did and we have been. And when I tell you, even though we get snow because we live in the mountains, for real, um, I mean, that it just happens. The snow is nice because it's beautiful to watch, but we also know that it doesn't stay longer than about three to four days because the sun is constantly shining and will the melt sunshine. it away. It's That's amazing. so beautiful. The, the, the way the sun controls our outcomes of it how does. we see the day the trajectory and, and, but you don't realize it until you leave the environment for right. a consistent basis and you're like whoa yeah. I feel different I'm, I'm more jazzed I have more energy I feel you know what I mean I don't feel so anxious and sad or depressed or Listen. any of that like it really changed everything and I'm coming to this back, to the second like coming, I love the fact that we did right coming from New Mexico going back to Columbus uh that plane How's that going to feel? Was the saddest plane ride. <laughs> because I'm like, I know it's cold. And it's August, but something tells me it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> just, just an inkling that I have. 
Mm-mm-mm. You just you you have to you really have to go and find your own happiness. You have to you you don't have to be broke forever. You don't yeah. have to be unhappy forever. You don't. Ooh, I heard something really good the other day. I heard something really good. I saw it in a clip. Um and I, this chick was performing on something and she said you don't wait for the world to be perfect to start being happy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's, that's good. good. You don't, you know what I mean? Take your happiness as it is, as it comes. And sometimes you got to like whip that shit up. You got to create it. Yeah, so create you your happiness. It. You do. And within creating, sometimes there's elements you have to remove. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to let that sh- go. Hey, listen. Right. Sometimes you have to let the riffraff, the dead weight go in mm-hmm. order to be able to make the move. But not for sure. That is absolutely correct. And I'm like, this has been an amazing experience, still an experience. You know what I mean? It, it is. doesn't. Sometimes it still feels like a weird va- vacation that we're on. Yeah. 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 I, I, I totally get that. Even after almost four years being here, it sometimes it, it I take a moment because I can mm-hmm. <laughs> just to think. And sometimes that thought crosses, shit, I am really living here. This mm-hmm. Home. This is where I belong. Yep. And I feel like I belong. And I feel that I made the best decision for our family and that my children have a chance. Yep. So with that in our new respective environments, because we did move to the Southwest, did we not? We sure did. We sure did. And within the Southwest, you know, we we border some states and we border, you know, another place, Mexico, namely. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I say that to ask, where is the Blackness in your state? Girl, we are still looking for a, a lot of the blackness. Like, okay, mind you, trickled in here, you will see black people, right? And I don't live in Phoenix. I live about an hour southeast of Phoenix. So I'm kind of out here in, in kind of the boonies. That's what people call it out here. So I, I respect how people have already labeled this area. And there are parts of it that are still kind of being developed. So you kind of understand why people say that. Um and this, it's very like where I live, it's it's all ranches out here. Um, mm-hmm. lots of people have horses, lots of people have livestock, period. Yeah, yeah. And so, like in the HOA where I live, that's not specifically, I live on a golf course. It's you know what I mean? Like there's rules about what you can and cannot mm-hmm. have. Fancy, huh? <laughs> nah, don't even <laughs> I I could break this down to you. <laughs> I am not, this is like any other regular neighborhood, trust me. Um, but you know, if I go 10 minutes down the road, then a lot of those neighborhoods are for people that have horses and Mm. cows and you know what I mean? Everybody has a half acre behind their house and everybody has a barn or, you know what I mean? That's a lot of the area that I live in. So if I go to the store, like say on any regular, regular Saturday, I get up and I go to my local Walmart, I will see black people trickled in here and there. Um, but if you're really looking for any substantial amount, you definitely have to go into the city. So you have to go into Phoenix. 
Um, and I like I haven't been in Phoenix enough to really be able to point out like this is where you go. I've definitely heard of some places that me and my husband are going to test out mm-hmm. real soon. Like we're going to we're going to check it out or whatever. Um, but that seems to be the same question that other niggas is asking out here. So on Facebook, there is this whole things to do in Phoenix or black people in Phoenix type mm. group. Right. And so mm-hmm. there's, it, it seems like every day, this is what he said. He he went in and he looked at it for like the first five days and he was like, well, all I see is where's the fucking food that the niggas make? Um, where's the fucking place that the niggas be? And what's the things <laughs> that the niggas do out here? He's like, everybody seemed to be asking them. And then, and then also, because this is very important, where do you get your hair done out mm. here? Because uh, let me tell you what I don't have yet. And it's sad. I don't have nobody to do my hair out here. And I literally, I don't know who to ask. I don't know who to ask because everybody's a transplant. Every, everybody that's in Arizona is not from Arizona. Okay. So they don't know. You know what I mean? The, the people that I do know that are from here, they not black. Them is the people, them is the white people that's sitting out in the 115 heat. Like it's not 115. Like they don't feel it. <laughs> right. So like we we still searching. We still searching. Um, I definitely, you know, have kind of taken note of the restaurants and the businesses that I know are black owned around here. And I I try to, you know what I mean, touch on those. But like I said, we 45, 60 minutes away from the city. So how often do I go there? Right. Right. And I just okay. tell you right now, the shit out here is white. All of it. It is white. So, I mean, but that's where I live. And I, I like the area, mind you. It's mm-hmm. relatively safe because, you know, the white people ain't having that shit in their neighborhood. <laughs> here in our town, um, I'm here to say <laughs> we are also predominantly white. Where we live, um, I mean, we have the national You're like laboratory. Half percent up in there, <laughs> right? You're like the right, yeah. The I mean, half for y'all or the again, half percent. This is just my, the town I live in. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. fairly comfortable saying that there might be twenty of us here. Oh, okay. And, and how? What's the population there? Uh, our population in the state or in our town? In your town. In our town, uh, the last time I checked, it was around 18,000, give or take 18,000. Okay. All right. So there's 20 of y'all. When I said the half percent. <laughs> L- listen, don't, like, I don't I don't know math real good, but I know that y'all are definitely underrepresented. Yes, we are. Well. <laughs> wow. Okay, so like, and then, do you know all the black people by name? Because I feel like you should. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> what's crazy? Like no, what's what's y'all are what's, a fifth of the black people there? <laughs> Yo, we have to we got to break this down. Math is crazy. Y'all are a fifth of the niggas in your town i'm taking math right now i really don't want to talk about it it's the worst math is hard don't don't listen to me don't do math guys it's really i have one friend one black friend wow yeah i mean i mean i got one black friend too (laughs) i did ask like one person outside of like work you know what i mean because you have people that you work with that you're cool with 
And I have lots of black people that I work with that I'm cool with. Um, most of them are not here in Arizona though. So what does that mean? Mm. Um, but yeah, one, like one black friend that I would, that I could like go sit on, on her couch right now. One. One. And I'm, and I'm definitely not sitting on that. My friend's couch. He can kick rocks. Plus my niece lives there with him now. And oh. that's another story. Oh, so. no, no, going, no, no. We're going no. somewhere there. He, 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 he likes meat wands. Okay. I'm not, I'm just, yeah, it's again, whole nother story. But, um, I looked up some statistics. Okay. Okay. And (laughs) apparently the, the Census Bureau experienced COVID as well, because these are from 2019, but. Okay. All right. No new results. (laughs) So in your state of Arizona, a whopping 5.2% mm, mm, mm. identified as just being African-American or Black. Okay. Would you like to know how many in my state? <laughs> Please. Damn near half at 2.6. <laughs> wow. I didn't think. You could move to a state that's more white than Arizona, but like you oh. did it. <laughs> you did you it. <laughs> success. The only other place you could go now is like Utah <laughs> or Montana. <laughs> right. <laughs> North Dakota, South Dakota. Oh, like, yeah. But who lives there? Name yeah, I, two people that live in North Dakota. <laughs> North? Last name Dakota. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. So yeah, that's interesting. Isn't wow. that interesting? No, so, no black. We are we are out we are way outside of our norm. But how mm. many I don't feel bad though. Nope. I don't feel bad because nope. there's still a lot of minority here. Yes. And everybody, Southwest, guess what minority is here, guys? You guessed it. <laughs> And so I never feel like because they just cool as hell. I mean, like especially the Mexicans that be this cool, listen, cooler than the fucking fan. Go. I ain't never ever had a problem with a Mexican out here. They are ready to kick it with you, drink with you, help you. Help uh, they will yes. stop right there if you need some lawn care. They are stopping and helping and doing your shit. Listen. They got you pay them forty dollars. I don't listen. Let me tell you about the story. <laughs> <laughs> when I had to buy new mattresses. And so I wanted to get, I was getting my toddler's twin bed. So I was getting two twin mattresses and I was getting my teenager a bigger bed. So mm-hmm. she was getting a king size. And um, I'm on OfferUp. You ever heard of OfferUp? You ever use OfferUp? No. So OfferUp or Let Go, I don't know. They combined them now. So they're all one. And I can't remember which one it's called. But OfferUp, Let Go are the same thing. Basically, you get one. It's like Facebook Marketplace. So you get on there and you can like sell items and then people get on there that are buying things and you can buy other people's items. So I get on there and I always see these little advertisements that they're putting out, like brand new mattresses for the low, basically. So all said and done, I got those three mattresses for about $500. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, so she was like, okay, well, we're going to deliver them to you. Gave her the address. She's like, you got to have cash. Of course we're on offer up, babe. Like I know what this is. Um, and then they show up, <laughs> they show up at my house at the arranged time. They were punctual as fuck. Oh, 
Um, okay. One of them spoke English. Mm-hmm. The youngest one. One of them spoke English, and then I can tell that one of the ladies that came was the one that was like on the app with me because mm-hmm. she could type, like you know what I mean. Like I mm-hmm. could tell that she could read English. But one of them spoke really good English. He was the young one. He looked like he was in high school, probably like 15, 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, they came in a white Silverado. It was four of them. Um, and then they all jumped out, old lady included, and carried the mattresses into the house. And it was wild to me. But at the same time, I was like, this is the fucking shit. I got these brand new mattresses for $500. These mattresses is nice. Where did y'all get these? Like, where did, what truck did they fall off of? How did y'all come across these mattresses? How is this working? And then I was like, don't even answer that question because I don't speak Spanish and I ain't going to understand your answer anyways. Like, gave her, gave her the money and they drove off and it was great. But they pulled up in a white Silverado for sure. Won't they have beautiful mattresses and do the labor? Won't they do it? All of it. All of it. All of it. I love and are courteous about it too. Man, I love my neighbors in the Southwest. Wouldn't yeah. trade them. They're fantastic. Would love them. And go ahead and run me all y'all's food too, because oh, <laughs> I'm eating it. And they make a good margarita. And okay, is that too much? That was probably too far. That was. <laughs> Was that over the line? That might have been over the line. <laughs> I don't be on this podcast very much, so like and if it's over the line, y'all gonna tell y'all gonna tell them niggas it's over the line. I ain't never gonna hear about it. There's a reason they don't put us <laughs> right. Yes. See, unsupervised it's again. Unsupervised at mm-hmm. end. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh snap. Oh my goodness. I think we are we're damn near at time. Did we do it? <laughs> We did it. We did a whole podcast. We did. All by ourselves. <laughs> we did. <laughs> oh, snap. Well, this was really, I enjoyed every moment of this with you. Listen. Mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad they let us do this. Same. Same. No, I, you know, we'll, um, we will definitely have to do this again. And I don't know when. After they listen to this, they might yeah, feel... it might be a while. <laughs> we, could, we were actually... We, we did good. We could We're going to have to lay in the bed naked tonight we, or something. Listen, Moon's Over Miami is right here. Come get it. <laughs> Come get it. Come get it's it, Jerry. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this was the Dip and Butter program. Thank you so much for joining the wives because we are here we exist we are literally the backbone of the two that you normally hear each and every friday because they are dedicated this is a passion okay they They, and they also trying to quit their jobs yeah yeah i was gonna say well i know one for sure always auditioning (laughs) every week every week auditioning every and i cheer his ass on every week i should i'm gonna start standing up when he come downstairs when he done now maybe every week absolutely i love it i love it i love it i love it i and again i am cat's wife i am donnie b i am the voice i am whatever you want to call me just don't call me late for dinner i would hate to beat your ass for it now all right all right and i am wife of west noti 
<laughs> and I'm so happy I got the chance to come up here and do this. And I wish I had like a snazzy ending line right here, but I don't because I don't do podcasts. So oh, that's it was okay. absolutely my pleasure, y'all. Listen, I, I'm on. I, I can. I'll end on my end with this, ladies. Uh, just remember, 100, 100. And as uh, Janelle, you mentioned the app offer up, let go. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what these modern women need yeah, to remember they need to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. Offer, yeah. up. offer up and let go. And let go. <laughs> we are out. Boom. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with and Join them next week for some more regular, degular shit. <laughs>